0: Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast I am your host Liz Fidler and today I have got my friend from oh probably 20 years ago that we first met Erin and we're going to talk about the women in blue jeans conference in South Dakota in February so hi Erin hi Liz glad to be here with you today Yeah. So do you remember when we first met? Do you remember when it was? I'm pretty sure we shared a cabin at Lake Chatech. We We did share a cabin at Lake Chatech. I think I was, I was probably 14 years old because I think it was the summer before my freshman year of high school and I was a 4-H camp counselor.
1: Yes. I think, and I was either, I had just graduated from high school or I was just getting ready to, but yeah, it's,
0: been a hot minute since yeah. Then. So, so you know, 20 years literally that we met. So 4-H brought us together. We both showed cattle growing up, our paths crossed again in high school, but yeah, I think we grew up like an hour and a half or so apart from each other. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So anyway, but I got an email from Aaron asking if I would speak at their Women in Blue Jeans conference. And of course I said, yes, I'm really excited for this, but I just want to do, I think this is going to come out as a bonus episode, but I just want to kind of share and promote the event a little bit for what's going on. So why don't you tell us what is Women in Blue Jeans?
1: All right. Well, thank you. I sure appreciate that. Um, So Women in Blue Jeans, I I tried talking with some of our committee members and like, give me a date. Tell me when did this start? begin and they all just kind of chuckle and nobody could really tell me a date. So I'm just going to say since about forever ago, but it originally was started just kind of a way to get women in rural America together. And um, it was started by a group of women in Mitchell and we get together over the course of right now, it's a Friday night, all day, Saturday um, conference.
0: Mitchell, and South we have Dakota. Little, I'm going to add Mitchell, that. South
1: So it's a little bit of fun, a little bit of learning, a lot of bit of fellowship, and it's amazing the friendships that are made over the course of the, over the years. And, you know, we look forward to every year to see who we can get back and new friends that we can make. And um, we've got a lot of exciting things on the agenda this year. So we're excited to have you join us as well.
0: Yeah. So what is your... Role in this is it strictly volunteer? Are you on a board somehow, or what? What is your role in this?
1: Yeah, so everyone on the committee—it's an all-volunteer group. We're a nonprofit organization, and every year that I've been a part of it, I've been a part of the committee for probably you know, five, six years. And originally, I think I kind of got thrown into it through work that I was working with an egg lending bank, and. I just kind of made a few appearances, got to know a few people, and the next thing I knew, I was on the committee as well. But we meet several times throughout the year, kind of talk about, you know, what's going on in the world, what's happening right here in our own backyard, and what do ladies want to learn more about. One of the interesting things of pretty much everything our conference is based on and everything our speakers and ideas or topics that we cover, it really does come from our attendees. So we get a survey at the end of the conference, and just about every item on our agenda this year is something that somebody asked for, so we're excited to cover those needs. A lot of what we cover, we cover everything from family health issues. I think we do a lot of things with different, maybe livestock or other ag-related topics. Last year I think we had a speaker, a veterinarian come in. And one of the questions was, at what point do you call the vet? What point can you handle this yourself or when do you need to ask for help? And so that was an exciting um, session for a lot of people. We've also kind of broken to the DIY venture. That's been a huge thing for years. So this year we have one of our committee members is actually going to teach crocheting, which that's not my that's not my thing or not what I have. Been able to do in the past who knows maybe I'll learn a new trick this year yeah uh, I, can, but- I
0: can single stitch crochet my grandma she actually passed away a couple of years ago but she would like she'd make these like doily into like angels and like starch them and like figurines and yeah she was pretty good at it <laughs>
1: Yeah. So um, we tried to do a little DIY project. We've done some painting in the past. Last year, we did a succulent bar. So everybody got to make their own little succulent dish to take home. So that was kind of fun. We also, you know, a lot of farming in the egg world is financially based. So we want to make sure that everybody has the tools to feel confident in helping on their operation, whether it's, you know, the physical labor on the farm or, you know, doing some of the book work too. So a lot of times we bring in a panel of financial experts. And so we can ask questions, whether it's tax related questions whether it's you know do i need a operating loan for my farm to keep going or what what are the things that i need to know and be aware of one interesting thing that we brought into play last year was we had a speaker that came and talked about bitcoin and that was kind of eye opening i guess maybe i didn't know or wasn't very well versed on what it was but they're coming back this year for a 2.0 on how to use Bitcoin within your farm operation. So Mm -hmm. information there to be had. So yeah, yeah, there's a whole gamut of information that we'll cover. Um, one of the neat things is our audience, you know, at one time, you know, maybe we used to joke that it was just farmer's wives that got together. And it really doesn't matter who you are or where you come from. There's something for everybody um, at our conference. And I know, Liz, you and I, our generation, you know, a lot of the typical, if you want to say farmer's wives, you know, they have a lot of different opportunities and some are working jobs in town and, you know, maybe they're doing something different to support their farm operation and they're not necessarily helping on a day-to-day basis, but there's something for everybody. So it's really an opportunity to get together, make new friends and have some fun too.
0: Yeah, so I know I asked you this in our email already, but what is the general age? I mean, I would assume if it's something that's been going on forever, there's probably a lot of older people that go because they've been going forever. But are you seeing a lot of younger people starting to sign up? Or like what are you what are you expecting to see? Sure. I would say we really do have a wide range of ages.
1: I would say probably anywhere from, you know, kind of the out of college. You know, up to my parents' age, which maybe I don't want to admit that that number's getting higher than uh, it used to be. But I would say, you know, we see a wide variety, whether it's twenty to seventy to everything in between. So lots of different ages. We also pull in a lot of different people from different locations. It's not just hundred miles around Mitchell. We have a group of gals that comes up every year from Kansas. We have um, a couple from Nebraska. We have Minnesota, Iowa um so it, what may have started out as just a local gathering has really become west coming for
0: a weekend of fun and i think you know especially saying okay an egg background or the egg industry or whatever it might be you know that doesn't necessarily mean you don't have to work in that field to be involved in that field or be passionate about it and so when i was looking at the agenda i think it's it's one of those things that for reference like i especially in the last year have been trying to just attend as many conferences as I can to try to learn to try to grow as a flower farmer getting into you know being more of a florist getting into more speaking getting into more writing podcast hosting there's so much to be learned by surrounding myself with people that you know are doing similar things and I went to a conference in or a workshop in November and it was kind of funny. It was in the middle of Minneapolis and it was this like high end florist. And they taught us how to make these like head pieces out of flowers. And it was one of those like, do I think I'm ever going to use this skill set? Like to make this like headpiece? And we're not talking like a flower crown. We're talking like a crown, like a headpiece. piece. Um, but at the same time, it's so good to know what other people know even if they're not maybe your direct customer but if i'm growing flowers and selling them to the people that are making these headpieces that are selling them to you know maybe like a magazine agency you know like that's not something that typically you would do for like a wedding but maybe it's for like a photo shoot or a branding or something like that but i think it's just so good to you know know what similar people know like that that 1 degree of separation or that 2 degree of separation And so maybe you never know who's the one doing the books, who's the one, you know, helping their husband, or maybe the husband has the job in town and the wife's the one, you know, out farming. And I think that that's so cool to try to bring together that common background or that common denominator. Sure. We do have quite a few women that maybe, you know, they don't live on the farm yet, but even just
1: coming kind of brings a little piece of that home to them. So they're excited to join in and have some fun of their own so it's interesting all all the different backgrounds everybody has a different story being in South Dakota we have lots of people that maybe are on a livestock ranch maybe they're grain farmers it's just everybody has a different story to share and it's interesting how you can learn just something from one another
0: how long can people register let's talk about some of those details and then I want to go through like the itinerary for the day
1: Sure. All right. So our registration, our website is womeninbluejeans.org. If you go check that out, we are online. And right now our registration, will take registrations up till people walk in the door. So we appreciate anybody that can get online and register early. There's also uh, an early bird pricing. If you were registered before February 16th, the price is $45.00 After that, it does go up to 55. One of the things, and you were just talking about schedule, part of the fee that you're paying, you get some tokens back for Friday night. We have kind of a little shopping event that is a lot of fun and it kind of supports all of our women with that maybe have home-based businesses. So it's a lot of the different, I'm trying to think every day I go into my kitchen, I have a rug that I bought from women in blue jeans years ago. And I've just been so frustrated and kicking myself that I didn't buy a matching one. Why didn't I get two, three of them? Or <laughs> So it's a lot of different women that bring their treasures from home. So maybe it's crafting, um, maybe it's uh, another company that they work for, we see our pampered chefs and our Tupperware ladies, anybody that just has a business. We are still taking vendors, I believe at this point, so they can reach out to us and see if we have room to have them join us. Yep. So that's our Friday night. Our Friday night, we, like I said, we have the shopping event. We also this year are bringing in, we just shared, I should also mention we have a Facebook page. And so we've started kind of rolling out some of our speakers and topics on there. So it's kind of just a teaser to see what's coming. But today we just announced we are bringing in a barista uh, from one of the local coffee shops in the Mitchell area. And they're going to teach us all about, I, I guess I'm not a coffee drinker, so I'm not all up to speed on some of the coffee terms. But there you go. So they are going to teach us some of the ins and outs you know, how to order your coffee and also how to make some of that at
0: home too. So I'm going to make sure to get there on time because I bought an espresso machine last year. It's a very, it's not a fancy one. It's a pretty basic one, but it's, I I like, I like my whipped milk inside of my coffee. I don't know. (laughs) Everything's a latte. I don't know how to make anything else. Like I just froth the milk and add it to my espresso, but I call it a latte and it tastes good. I don't know. (laughs)
1: <laughs> it sounds, sounds impressive oh. yeah so they're going to teach Some of those tips and tricks to make drinks at home. I believe there's gonna be samples to be had. So that'll be exciting. Maybe I don't know. I keep saying I'm not old enough to like coffee yet, but hey, I just haven't met the right kind
0: yet. So maybe that'll met the right kind. That's okay.
1: Yes, we'll see. We'll see. And then I mentioned also we're gonna have our crocheting 101. We have one of our committee members is gonna be teaching some of that. And one of the most exciting things, I guess, for a lot of our gals is we have a former committee member that she is our bingo queen, so she's going to have bingo rolling in one of our parts of our conference center so you can win some prizes and just have some fun. And there may be some other adult beverages that are consumed, and we just have a great night and enjoy ourselves there. So, yeah. So, yeah, so that's kind of our Friday night in a nutshell. Would you say um, most people come Friday night? You know, I would say it depends. We do get quite a few people that show up Friday night. We do have some that just show up on Saturday morning. Those are probably more of our... closer local people Um, we do have hotels that are directly attached to the conference center so we've kind of been reminding people that we have a block of rooms that are held until I believe February 9th Mm -hmm. so it is weeks before the conference um, starts so it's super nice to you know just go down the hallway and you're right there to the conference center so there's no need to move the car or drive anywhere so yeah we do get a good chunk of gals that do come in the night before but it doesn't matter. There's a lot of fun that goes on Friday night too, but uh, the majority of kind of the learning portion of things goes down on Saturday. Uh, Just looking at our schedule for the day, we've got a bunch of different topics that are shared on on our website. Uh, I'm just kind of taking a look here. One of our topic items that I see is talking about generators, which that's not really exciting to talk about generators, but let me tell you, when you're in South Dakota and when you need one, you need one. And the ice is coming on the, the power lines and you're just saying your prayers that I hope I can keep power. And <laughs> so there's going to be a speaker that are kind of talk about the ins and outs of, you know, if you have a generator, when you need a generator or the different things to look at, maybe for shopping for a generator too. Mm. So
0: yeah, that's, that's those lovely things you have to worry will about not fail when you need it. And you know, your husband's not home, like when you do need it. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the, so. the importance of not like the one night that you'll need it so yeah and yeah see there's some DIY painting also so you can choose right is that yeah yes yeah,
1: so that's one of the neat things there's always two different rooms going on so you can pick and choose do I want to learn about this or do I want to learn about that and so there's yeah different options and our DIY painting not quite sure what we have going on there, but I bet it's going to be exciting. <laughs> I'm going to guess so, you're going to paint something and it's going to be fun. I believe we're having a speaker come in that's going to talk about some of the different tips and tricks for painting around your house.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Um, so for it, learning about what some of the in colors are these days, or, you know, what's, what's a color you can throw on your wall that you're not going to regret 10 years down the road or eggshell semi-gloss satin blah, blah, yes yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah all of the ins and outs of doing some of those painting uh, projects for yourself at home so then it looks like at 10 o'clock there saturday morning is kind of our financial section the mitchell south dakota area is blessed to have our Mc- mitchell technical college and they have a farm and ranch management program there that isn't necessarily, it's not like I need to be a student at the college, but a lot of farmers and ranchers take part in this program. They do a lot of help of educating and they do reviews, whether it's bookwork, financials, um, kind of help and guide you through the process of making sure all your financials are in tip-top shape. And we have some of the Uh, I'm not sure which one of their instructors, or maybe we have a couple instructors that are going to come in and talk to you uh, to make sure that everything with the farm is set up properly, whether it's rolling things into a will or an estate, but just making sure that, you know, eventually our farm generation is going to kind of roll on to the next generation here. Mm -hmm. Is, you know, know the average age of a farmer is only getting older. And so making sure uh, next steps are in place uh, for when you're ready to turn the farm over to the next generation.
0: Yeah. And I'm all too familiar with that as my farm is in a revocable trust in my name. So after my husband passed away, (laughs) we set it up that way. So it's, it's complicated, but not really. Once you have someone sit down and explain it to you and you understand why nobody likes talking about the what ifs and why you would need this, but trust me, it's, it's definitely better to have that in place than wish you had had it in place. (laughs)
1: Yes, yes. So kind of talking, and guiding through, you know, some of those difficult conversations. And it's another thing, it's just great to have the opportunity to have those professionals in front of us, that you can ask any of those questions. And so I think a lot of times this section of our conference ends up being just a big Q&A session of, you know, have this going on? How do I handle this? So that's what they're there for. So mm-hmm. then on the other side of our schedule that day, I had mentioned our Bitcoin um, speaker. There's a group from Sioux Falls, I believe it's just called Sioux Falls Bitcoin that they've, this will be their return trip back to women in blue jeans. And they're going to talk about the different advantages of using Bitcoin. I joke that, well, I have I own a share of bitcoin. Last year when they came, they gave everybody a dollar worth okay. of bitcoin. Okay. And I don't know a whole lot about it, but yeah. I have an app. I can go and see and my $1 of bitcoin has almost doubled from last year. So, maybe I should have put in, you know, more yeah. than just $1. Yeah.
0: 100 or dollars. $1. Yeah. I'd
1: be money. I that's probably not how a person's supposed to look at it, but um, oh, yeah. it's interesting how the market of that changes, but I know mm-hmm. part of what over this year is how you could include that in your farm operation. So mm-hmm. yeah, just we'll see how that goes. Another one of our subjects there that we have on the agenda, there was that movie that came out, I believe was it last summer, Sound of Freedom. Mm-hmm. I think it was a bit intimidating, if anything, um, you know, kind of covers a lot of the, what happens with human trafficking and you hear of sex trafficking and all of that. And it's mm-hmm. it's an uncomfortable topic and subject, but we actually have a speaker that's coming in to kind of bring awareness and talk about, you know, maybe things that you need to look for and kind of to be cognitive of what maybe that looks like and how, you know, mm-hmm. if you say something and uh, you can be a helper
0: or help mm-hmm. a victim. Yeah. I mean, it really is our civic duty and our, yeah, just as fellow humans. And sometimes those most uncomfortable conversations are some of the most important ones.
1: Yes. Yes. So we're going to have a speaker there to come and talk about some of that. And, you know, it's happening. It's happening here. It's happening in small towns. And Mm -hmm. um, whether we want to um, acknowledge that or not, hopefully they'll give somebody the tools to help somebody if the need comes about. So then let's see our next one. Most exciting over lunch, we have you joining us and we're good to hear from you. I should back up and say kind of this year is a leap year. And so our conference did kind of take on the theme of taking a leap. And um, I know Liz, you've, done a lot of things in recent years of jumping in head first and you know seeing where a person comes out and so we're excited to hear your story and lots of yeah. things learned from you we hope so Yeah
0: I'm excited to you know I've done a lot of speaking kind of telling my story on a smaller scale and it actually since you emailed me I'm like okay it's time to sit down and like really write it out and I a lot of my podcast episodes that I give as a monologue informational style I write out an outline For one like this, nope, there is no agenda other than we're just going to talk about the item, but yeah, I'm excited. And hopefully if I can share my story and inspire someone in the room to take the leap of what they want their life to look like, because I mean, yes, things happen to us that we're not able to control, but we can control how we respond and how we react. And it's just a culmination of a lot of choices. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited to continue working on my speech. Yes, um, meet everyone there.
1: Yes, it'll be exciting. I've heard of a. I've heard from quite a few people that are excited to come just because you're you're going to be there. Oh, I, I had. Yeah, I have a good friend that was saying, Well, I have to work that weekend and I don't know if I can get it rescheduled. I'm like, you should probably do that. You so do that.
0: yes. Yeah. Oh, good. So good. I'm excited.
1: Yeah. Lastly, kind of on our schedule, we've got a few more things um looking at it. We have somebody coming from our Avera Medical talking about different sleep disorders. So this is kind of one of our health topics. One of our other last subjects that I'm really excited about, I don't know about you, Liz, but when I look in my phone and I have how many thousands of pictures in my phone and it's like, gosh, what am I doing with all these? What if my phone breaks? What if something happens and I don't know, is it going to be good? Am I going to lose all of that? Like my kid's life is on my phone. So how do I protect that? And so we actually have a gal that that's what she does. She specializes in helping people set up things whether well and I shouldn't even speak because I don't even know how she solves these things whether it's do you trust in the cloud do you Mm -hmm. utilize you know an external hard drive is it some sort of technology or do you have a drive on your computer somewhere a jump drive Mm -hmm. flash drive you know I bought my mom some sort of little floppy disk thing for Christmas that swears that's it that's what i need i'm like okay here we go that's what you get yeah
0: no i i will tell you actually i was just talking to my fiance about this because we were like okay you know every every new year i try to like reset my finances and when i'm doing my taxes and maybe i'm the only person that does this but like i take all of my expenses from my personal bank account my credit card my personal credit card my business account i put it all into a csv export it into an Excel spreadsheet and really look at like, okay, how much money did I spend on this or on this? And like really get a, you know, a good look at it. And like, how much money did I spend at the coffee shop? How much money did I spend, you know, or whatever it might be. And for the most part, like I've been doing this long enough. I'm 34 years old. I feel like I'm pretty responsible and I splurge on the things I want to splurge on, but I have four different memberships that are monthly, That I pay to back up my phone and my fiance Liz, that's ridiculous. And I'm like, no, it's not because obviously I have all the photos and videos of when Josh was alive. And so again, if you're new to the podcast, if you're listening because of the women in blue jeans, you'll find out more about my story, but um, my husband passed away in 2020. And so I have, I have the extra storage on the cloud. I have Shutterfly backs up my photos I pay for the extra storage on Dropbox. And then there's another one that I pay for too, just, just, just in case. And I think they're yeah. all anywhere from $3 to $20 a month and whatever, but I'm like, I I don't know, like, I I, I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Those bigger files and I don't know. Yeah. 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 Not be an interesting be- one. If I can, uh, if I can save a hundred bucks, a month, <laughs> that'd probably be good. it have been doing that for three years now. So that's, yeah, let's not do that math. <laughs> yeah. Our,
1: she has an Android and an, like an iPhone. So we're okay. really going to have a background of knowing, you know, what to do or how we should do that. So yeah, I'm ready for that to see how, or what I've been doing wrong all these years probably, so so. and did i see something in the facebook group about the gals from Ranchi stems yes Ranchi stems they are going to be joining us they're going to be our closing speakers so they're also going to be talking awesome. about how they yeah. took a leap to yeah. try something new. and yeah i don't have all the details um, yeah. from them for covering but we're going yeah, to have so a they lot
0: actually um, katie and audra took my so i have a course right now called peddling perishable products and they were enrolled in that course this last fall so yeah I'm well I guess mentor is the word to use I am their flower farming mentor so I'm really excited to hear stick around and see what they have to say so that's awesome
1: Yeah, yep. So that really does kind of wrap up our day on Saturday. So there really is something for everybody. Um, So hopefully, within our sections and different session topics, hopefully there's something that intrigues everybody and we'll have a great day and our conference center will have some good food and lots of fun for everybody, I hope so.
0: So in our episode notes, I will include the womeninbluejeans.org website. I'll include the link to the Facebook group. You can find the registration there. Uh, sounds like sign up early if you want to get a hotel room. How many people are you planning or what's what's kind of typical? You know, I, I'm not sure.
1: I think the last few years we've been our, around a hundred gals. COVID kind of took a toll and we maybe saw a decline in some numbers, but we're excited to hopefully bring that number up and get lots of new people to come join us. So the more the merrier. I've never heard of us putting a cap on anybody. So we'll, yeah. we'd be happy buddy, to come join us.
0: Oh, so. That's awesome. Yeah. And I think it's one of those last weekend, actually, or- a week and a half ago or whatever now, I hosted Flower Farmer Forum in St. Cloud. And it was the first one. And there were there were about 25 people there. But once we got the speakers in the room and, you know, sometimes some of the speakers brought a spouse and all of a sudden we had 45 people in that room, which was, it was full. Like we had chairs along the side of the conference room because I was like, oh, you know, 20 people. And it just goes to show like, if you want Things like this to continue and to exist and you know, putting the time into it. And I think that's so cool how you listen to feedback from the people that are coming. And if that's what they want to hear about, sure. And you know, maybe next year people want to learn about, you know, insurance or, you know, networking or whatever it might be. Like it might be more focused on, you know, the socializing of it. But yeah, I think I'm sure. excited. I'm excited to participate and I hope that. If anyone is on the fence, I hope you take the leap, because leap here. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Well, hopefully the weather is in our favor. I know last year we had a blizzard right before the conference, but everybody yeah. was able to get, come yeah. join us. So it happens. Once, it, yeah. Once you get put in the door though, if you've got your hotel right there,
0: you don't need to leave or exactly. lose your time to go home. So exactly. And you know what? Summer is busy. If you tried to do something like this in July, it wouldn't work either. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hope for the best. All right. Well, thank you so much, Erin. Anything else that you wanted to add or point out? No, I, I just sure hope we are
1: able to see as many of you as we can I'm here. We even mentioned a date. We are going to. Yeah. Be- oh, yeah. Did we even? Yeah. I
0: don't know that we did. <laughs>
1: Sure. So we will be meeting everyone uh, in Mitchell, South Dakota, Friday, February 23rd and Saturday, February 24th. So we look forward to seeing everyone once again for kind of our annual reunion of ladies and lots to learn. And we're going to have a lot of fun, too. All right. Sounds good. Well, thanks, Erin. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening to the Sunny Mary Meadow podcast. I'm your host, Liz. If you like what you're hearing, please subscribe and rate us. You can find us on Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook at Sunny Mary Meadow. Subscribe to our email newsletter at SunnyMaryMeadow.com. And if you have questions or comments or anything to say, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at Flowers, flowers, we love flowers. Sunny Mary Meadow, they smell so good. sunnymerrymeadow.com.